podcasting from Lagos, Nigeria. You are listening to New Zone with Brown, a podcast committed to discussing relationship matters with reference to personal experiences from an open-minded standpoint to provide you with insights to have the best relationship experience. Prepare to be entertained as I introduce your host, Brown. Hi there, my name is Brown and welcome to the Nude Zone with Brown podcast. Today in the zone is something that, uh, don't be alarmed, sure. like, I, I want to warn you, but then it doesn't require a warning because this is something that you should be familiar with here. Yeah? We're getting naked. In, I mean, it's the Nude Zone, so when I get naked, you should not be alarmed because it's nude already. But, but chill, don't remove your clothes. It's on. It is not physical, you know, nakedness. This is a time for emotional, you know, bearing. Yes, we're talking about vulnerability in the zone this week. And with me in the zone is someone who is going to be doing this with, you know, we'll be doing this alongside each other. He's a fellow podcaster. He's the host and producer of the podcast, Dear Young Man. This is a podcast that I recently just came across and I can say that I really like everything about this podcast. You know, truth be told, I was going to do this episode like solo, but when I listened to one of his episodes, I'm like, oh, I really have to have a maker on this one with me. And so guys, welcome to The Zone, a maker. Hi, a maker. Hi Brown. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How you doing? Hey, it's good to be on the new zone. It's good to be naked, emotionally. I should have right. Okay. Um, I, I, I was going to say you are already naked, but <laughs> <emotionally>, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's good to be naked. It's good to be here. Um, thank you so much. Brown. My name is I am a podcaster. I am a ghost ghost writer. I. I used to be a spoken word poet. Um, I am also so many things an SEO professional in today. Sanu, to those of you who don't speak, who don't understand Sanu, um, a cast song. To those of you who don't understand the cast song, I forgot the other one. All right, good afternoon, guys. How are you doing? <laughs> Welcome to this morning, Maker. It's such a delight to have you here. Oh, okay. thank you. It's good to be here. Yep. So I was saying earlier how one of your uh, podcast episodes, you know, like inspired or encouraged, I mean, what's the word now, to have you here with me, Sha? You get what I, what I was going to say? Um, yeah. I listened to vulnerability. Um, why should men cry or should men cry? Something like that. I can't remember the exact title now. And your guests on that particular episode were a total mood. Guys, at this point, new donors, I'd have to ask you to go check out Emeka's podcast. Check it out on Apple, Google Podcasts, and on Anchor as well. You can get it on Spotify. His podcast is like about men, for men. 
but women can also listen in fact I, women totally listen in because i learned quite a handful listening to that one episode on that episode you asked your um guest if it was okay for a man to cry to his partner and i don't think any yeah. of them said it was okay all of them said no that it wasn't okay no it's not it's not <laughs> ah, okay the okay. man should never cry you're a, a man just get it you're a man don't cry i mean the boss of the house when, when i heard that i had to pause the, the episode and i was like what oh my gosh yeah. <laughs> no okay here's the thing as um, a relationship coach, I know that vulnerability is a key ingredient to having a fabulous relationship. If you want to have like a deeply fulfilling relationship, you have to be vulnerable with your partner. So I know that True. I also know that vulnerability has like you know different dimensions. You can be physically vulnerable, you can be emotionally, you can be financially vulnerable. You know, there are all kinds of vulnerability. Let me ask you as a man. Uh, okay, wait, first off, that, that which you initially said, that was sarcasm, right? When you said a man. Yeah, that was sarcasm. Okay, no, just to be clear things up. <laughs> okay, so let me ask you, Emeka, what does it mean for you? What does vulnerability mean to you? Um. Okay. To be vulnerable for me means to be open, okay. to be the best of myself in my weakest and in my strongest. Mm. Is to be is to not be scared of my weakness. I think we live in a world right. where people are often very afraid of their weaknesses. You just want to cover it up. You don't want anybody to know what you are behind closed doors mm. when the cameras are not flashing. Mm. So I think that vulnerability for me is. I want to be me. I don't want to be scared of being me. I want you to see the best of me and the worst of me. But then again, I have learned that vulnerability, ah, it's a bit dicey, right? Mm. It's not always straightforward. I've mm. also learned as a man too that to be vulnerable doesn't always mean that you should be everything, quote unquote, weak, right? So I'm going to use my personal story as an example. Okay, wait, I'm sorry. Be- before well, you start, before you tell us that story, I want to know why people equal or equate vulnerability with being weak. Being vulnerable, does it mean that you're weak? No, it doesn't mean that you're weak. But because we live in a world where everybody needs to show a certain face, where everybody needs to align to a certain... Um, certain standard we anything that doesn't conform to that standard mm-hmm. yes we are but hey who who likes to be the one to tell the king that he's naked uh, ah. nobody so okay so every everybody will tell the king oh your 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 your, your dress is awesome your your, your suit is beautiful man even i love your shoes even though he's naked so vulnerability that's how it is nobody wants to tell we, we would rather stay in that bubble of a perfect, all smiley life. Instead of saying, it's not always like that. I also have my struggles. I also have my mess up, the things I'm not perfect at. That is why it seems like a weakness. But really, it's not supposed to be because we all are made of good and bad, the beautiful and the ugly. And if very we can accept both sides of very, ourselves, very, then. Very true. It's going to be hard to be the real person to be. 
you were saying just now how um we all want to live in this this untrue state you know nothing is perfect nothing is perfect everything has both a good side and a bad side okay when it, nothing is perfect except for you know god right. of course yeah. god, god things yeah so we it's important that we 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 accept that no human being is perfect we all have our imperfections and our flaws and weaknesses and it's because we don't want to accept this we don't want to do this vulnerability thing that's why we are having so much unsatisfying relationships that is why we are having so much relationships that are half-baked and people are coming out damaged and you know the homes are getting broken spitting out um and broken children and the society is getting more damaged by the day because we have chosen to not be intimate with each other as we should be i mean i'm using the word intimate now because of course intimacy is so much in a person's naked it's so much more than you know um having sex with a person it is seeing their soul both of you bearing your soul to each other you know the revelation of your true self imperfection weaknesses flaws and all so i really like that you agree with me that vulnerability does not equal weakness because according to uh Brené brown she said vulnerability is the highest form of courage and i think i agree with her on that yeah, yeah it is yeah it is definitely it is it, it takes a whole lot to say i am not perfect in no. a world that wants you to be perfect takes very a whole lot of courage very true so please go ahead you're going to share with us a story i hope it's like really juicy i love stories yeah <laughs> okay so um like i was saying um i i am learning as as i grow older that sometimes right it is not always perfect or it's not always the best idea to be because i don't quote totally vulnerable now um mm. hold on before you judge me when I mean totally vulnerable, I mean that as a person, let's say for example, you are suffering from mental health illnesses, right? You suffer episodes of depression sometimes or one of those many health issues, right? Mm-hmm. And you really, you honestly want to be open with your partner. You want to tell them, I am not feeling good today or I'm feeling awful today, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's nice. You really want to do it. Mm-hmm. But you shouldn't always. Now, um, I used to have a girlfriend, and during that period in my life, I, um, you know, I was going through a whole lot of mental health issues. I didn't even know what it was at the time. I didn't know it was mental health. I just thought I was just an asshole who was always, mm. um, you know, feeling sad. Yeah. And so when I felt like that way, I, you know, hey, hi babe, I don't feel too good. I'll send her messages. Sometimes I will just go offline just to clear my head. Ah, and you know, I thought I was being a very nice person. I thought I was being open because me, that was the best way to be me. That was me telling this person I trust you enough to see me all of my mm. supposed best, mm. all of my not so perfect self. But I realized along and after, of course, she left here. We went to separate ways. That. Even though I wanted to be vulnerable, even though I wanted to show all of myself, in my quest to be vulnerable, I was also, without even knowing it, hurting her. 
So, um, in your in your quest to be vulnerable, especially when your vulnerability is something like mental health illnesses or depression or bipolar disorder, in your quest to be vulnerable, I think we should also ask ourselves: Would our vulnerability affect the persons we love? Would it would it stress them out a lot? Because many times, eh, if we were to be honest, yeah. uh, the persons we love are not really ready to deal with all of us so instead of giving yeah I, I'm, I'm sorry it sounds a bit hard I know, I, giving, know. I know it's the truth instead of giving all of yourself as a whole in your brokenness in your in your weakness and strength um, I, I think you should quote unquote read the room right study the weather should I really put everything out there for yeah, a person yeah. who is very emotional it's going to be hard to hold back certain things because you know i feel like relationship is supposed to be let's just let's just be ourselves i'm not supposed to hold back anything yeah. but then again i remember listening to a conversation between Jeremy baldwin and nikki giovanni okay. and nikki giovanni said something you know, that i felt was really very very important she said if you love me sometimes like me sometimes fake a smile sometimes fake happiness for my sake if you love me wow. sometimes maybe you should fake happiness of course i'm not saying all time but maybe maybe sometimes it's not always the perfect <laughs> wow. idea to be, wow. to be all there you, you know you know something i have we have or had now a similar uh experience with that which you just shared it's something mean, i was like very recently yeah so there was this yeah. guy who was um asking me out and i was actually already considering giving him an affirmative answer because it, it seemed like you know everything okay maybe not everything but he seemed like you know what i wanted or who i wanted and then at some point i don't know what happened some sort of um, mental something something i don't know there's no proper um, diagnosis but i began to feel i began to feel uh, really low like emotionally mentally i didn't want to talk to people i just wanted to be by myself i wasn't interested in you know um, social calls and stuff even over the phone and i thought about it like my kind of person i don't know how to really um pretend like if i'm feeling some sort of way i can't pretend to be otherwise you will know and yeah. I, I didn't want this guy to think that i was being this way because i did not like him or because of something he did so i reached out to him and i said okay um, i'm kind of going through this thing currently i don't know why but i'll need you to give me a bit of space so that i can take care of myself and when I get better, I, I, I remember I told him, you know, pray with me and stuff, you know, and hopefully I'll get over this soon and we can resume being, you know, the lovely whatever thing it was that was going on before this thing started with me. And I thought he understood. I thought he understood. Well, long story cut short, he, he, he withdrew his um, proposal. At some point, he said, I don't know. I don't think I am what you need, you know. 
I, I had to agree with him. Yes, because if he thinks that he's not what I need, who am I to argue with him and say, no, you are what I need? <laughs> <laughs> no, that will not happen, you know. So I, I felt like, so um, putting that together with what you just said, in as much as, uh, okay, you said something about not everybody can handle all of us, and that's very true. Thinking about that, it just, you know, proves to me that the is supposed to get you. Not everybody is supposed to be, you know, part of your tribe. Some people would get you, some wouldn't. Some would understand you, some would not. In fact, some will not understand you, but still accept you. Like, I don't get why you are like this, but I love you all the same. You get that kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. So I very much, you know, identify with that um, being the kind of person in a relationship where you want to, you know, put all your cards on the table and this is me, this is real, um, this is all of me, you know, all curves and edges and stuff. And I just want to say that it's okay if whoever you've shown yourself to cannot accept you. It's not their fault. It's not yours either. I mean, maybe it just means that both of you are not supposed to be in each other's lives like that. You understand? Maybe. 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 Yeah. So, um, I don't think that that's... I don't think that that's not show yourself, you know, not to uh, be vulnerable with people, especially people that well, you love. Yeah, you know, um, I think, like you said, maybe some people are not meant to see me, right? But I, I think from my own experiences and from the conversations I've had with people, mm-hmm. for men as a guy, um, being vulnerable is not, it's not acceptable. Many, many people in society generally expect you to be whole, expect you to be perfect, expect yeah. you to have the emotional fortitude to bear whatever yeah. comes your way, mm-hmm. expect you to have everything all figured out. So mm-hmm. if you don't have it figured out, it becomes really hard to tell this person, I don't have things figured out. Mm-hmm. For example, um, there is a financial issue that's supposed to be solved. And hey, you know, you're the man of the house, right? So you're supposed to have an answer, but you don't have an answer. Many times, people or many people don't understand that, hey, I don't have it. I don't have the answer yet. And it's okay not to have the answer. It's it's fine not to always know what to do. It's fine to say, I'm confused here. Help me. But then, since our society doesn't accept men being vulnerable, men would rather not talk about it men would rather soak it in and you know just put up a face hmm. sometimes we just have to go around and tell guys tell our guys sometimes not even tell our guys so much because if you tell them so much they will laugh at you oh yes they will and they're like ah dude especially when 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 it's an emotional stuff if it's if it's financial oh they might help you out quickly but if something that is emotional something that they can't place their hands on. Many times they tell you, oh God, oh God, stand up, this will worry you, that's what's in you. <laughs> I beg, I beg, I beg, I beg. So it's, it's hard. It's really hard for, for, for me personally. To we, we... tell the person. Okay. To tell the person, like, okay, this is who I am. Like, I'm this person. I'm all bones and blood and water and everything right. in between. It's, like a real human it's, it's being, not a robot. No, not a robot, exactly. You know, with what you just said now, 
um i have to ask you is it really the society's fault that men aren't allowed to be vulnerable because listening to what you just said now and listening to that particular episode of yours that i referenced men themselves don't give themselves like you you, you guys don't give yourselves permission to be vulnerable you just give me yes, an example now why can't you why like who is holding you back but yourself you guys are the one you know um boxing yourselves up i mean all of you a particular episode not i remember you were even trying to say something like ah but she's your wife but she's your girlfriend but she's your fiance like if you cannot be weak with this person who is, who is seemingly the closest person to you on earth then where can you actually be open and they all still went ah no no so by themselves you get like this is not somebody who's doing me now you guys are doing yourselves so what exactly is it why can't you liberate yourselves and you know give yourself the emotional freedom of being vulnerable what, what's up with you men why do you have to i don't know what please just i think you get my question already all right okay so like i said um for many of us the reality that we were taught the one we are used to is the stereotype of a strong man who doesn't show emotion a strong man who has things figured out a strong man who is the head of the home quote unquote a strong man who provides all the time that is the reality we are used to many of us our parents our fathers were strong men our fathers left the house in the morning came back in the evenings our fathers never cried our fathers never had days where they were clueless they always had things figured out yeah. in our homes when every other person was broken our fathers were strong therefore that is what a man should be like like our fathers strong on on unvulnerable that's the word always having things figured out were they really no other option than to be like the people we look up to it's stereotypical yes but it is how we were taught to be man we were not taught that men should cry or men should be clueless that is not what it is if a guy cries they call him a sissy I don't understand people use sissy for insulting things, but if a guy cries or if he goes, Oh, I don't I don't have this thing figured out yet, he's called a CC, a a girl. So girls are for crying, men are not for crying. So since we only know that reality, it's hard. It's hard for us to break free from it. It's hard for us to even realize that it's a problem because we don't even know it's a problem we don't think it's a big deal the problem is when you cry the problem is when you don't cry right so as much as it would be nice for us to break off from the cage as much as it would be nice for us to be different to be vulnerable we have no other option than to be what we were thought to be so you're saying that that even though you know that things would be better different 
they would rather stay in that place and continue to push that narrative of you know it's not right for a man to be vulnerable it's not okay for him to be emotional it's not okay for him to be uh expressive you know even even though you know that it's, it's better differently like otherwise the other way you guys will still rather put yourself in that cage because that's how i see it it's a cage you'd rather put yourself in that cage leave yourself in that cage and not liberate yourself that's what you're saying is that what you're saying well we don't know it's better out there that's the thing we don't think it's better out there we feel like very hard better place so why do you leave where it's better to some other place that isn't good enough Right, you wouldn't blame on you. And many, many times, when when guys show that "quote unquote" weak side, they have not exactly been applauded for it. So you know what? I was just, I was just going to say that. Thank you. I was going to say that. I don't think women. I mean, I don't think we have made it easy for you guys to be vulnerable. At all. At all. Yeah. I was watching a movie yesterday. Um, I don't really like the movie though. It's a series, but I was just really bored and I usually go back to it when I don't have when I have like more time on my hands than I could use for. Riverdale. And there was this particular scene where a guy was crying on his girlfriend's shoulders as in he was really bawling, like his eyes, his face all puffy, eyes red, you know. Kata running down his nose and all, and she was holding him and saying, I'm here. And in my mind, I'm like, how many girls would actually do this? You know? Uh, not so many. <laughs> how many girls would do this? Because in their minds, they'll be like, ah, why does one do like a woman? Why is one, why they cry like a woman? <laughs> I really, it's just, it's that we, we, we can't do better than that. We should do better than that because vulnerability okay. is. Vulnerability is so key to having a mutually satisfying relationship. True, very true. So, let me ask you, Emeka, in what ways do you as a man show vulnerability? I want to assume, cor- I think correctly, that you are not of them that think that um, men shouldn't show vulnerability. Because I've heard no, you podcast guests. I mean, even hearing you speak so far today, I know that you are an advocate of let's be vulnerable with one another. But of course, you think that you should and stuff. So let me ask you: In what ways have you, as a man, been vulnerable with your woman, your girlfriend, or your wife? Are you are you married? Are you? No, no, I'm not. I'm not married. In what ways have you been vulnerable with your partner? Um, okay, so first off, I don't have a partner, so um, I can't answer the question directly. But with my friends, with my female friends, um, I think I, I have friends who, who understand how this thing works. Right? I have like two, three friends and my cousins who I can openly tell, you know what, this is how we do doing me quote unquote and they understand how am I vulnerable um, so there are days for example when just feeling really awful like I can't explain why but I don't feel like talking so I, I I'll tell them hey um, I don't feel good today I can't talk today please don't be angry 
and they're like oh no problem whenever you feel good talk to me so i have one friend i met this year when i went to serve in plastic states Okay. And so she, so when, whenever I feel that way, she comes around and goes, hey, what's up? And I'm like, I don't feel good. And she says, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I'm sick. Then she goes, oh, are you feeling headache or cold? I'm like, no, none of that is in my head. <laughs> and she goes, what is wrong with your head? <laughs> I'm like, no, I, I can't explain it. It's in my mind. And she's like, okay, all right. So what do you want to do now? When I tell her, oh, I just want to be left alone funny enough she actually lets me be alone i find i found this trade the first time i, I told her because normally if i tell people that stuff they go like oh god I beg, I beg i beg i beg even my guys don't really understand so i don't i don't tell them oh i'm feeling this way i'll just zone out and they can assume whatever they want but she's like okay no problem um don't worry i'll leave you or let you be so yes i'm learning to to, to share to share when i'm not in that perfect state, I'm learning to tell someone, you know what? Hi, babe. Um, I need money, for example. As a guy, it's not right to ask a girl for money. Quote unquote, you don't have a girl for money. You're a guy. You don't have a girl for money. Don't ever, 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 ever. Because we'll come back to haunt you with it. Uh-uh. Yeah. No, now. Oh, yes. Uh-uh. That's, that's what we were thought of. That's what we were thought. But have you experienced that? You as a man, have you experienced have that? I? Oh, yes, I have. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, and she got like, ah, oh, maybe I bought you $2,000 the other day. Oh, okay, babe, It's not like that. It's just that. Hey, so, yeah, so the unspoken rules is don't ask a girl for money or those sort of things. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think for me, it's something I'm learning to unlearn, you know, to be, hey, if I don't have, like, Alpha, and again, they get to give me it's hard okay. because i would rather ask my guys than ask a female friend because hey, i don't want them to come and say oh it's not a man it's not man enough you can't provide for me oh, or, you know you can't come meet my needs i don't want thank you i rather die in silence but i'm learning <laughs> to to ask uh, you know sometimes not ask directly for money sometimes i just ask for food like yeah i'm, deep, I'm, I'm hungry yeah, I, I, I think i think that one is more common like you, you, of course guys can ask their yeah. female friends for food like ah, babe food something i'm hungry yeah that's yeah so that's that for me is a start for the money part ah I don't know. I don't. I, don't, I should not lie. I don't. I don't. I don't know if I'm going to get to that stage. Like I ask the upper. I don't know. I probably. I probably would never get there. But hopefully, I do because I feel like. <laughs> I feel like it's those little moments of weakness that actually builds people. You know, build stronger yeah. relationships. Yes, that's very true. Okay, so if you cannot no. ask your female friends for you know money. What about your girlfriend? Okay, you say you don't have a girlfriend. I don't have a girlfriend, so... You've had girlfriends before now, so... At least, you, at least you've had a girlfriend. So... Yes. Did you ever ask her for, like, money? Hell no. Hell no. What the... I, uh-uh. No, no, no way. The only, the only girl I've ever asked for money has to be... It has to be one of my friends. And that was actually more like, I didn't really ask, I say. I'm like, okay, would you, would you have money to lend me? She was like, ah, oh, he doesn't have. I'm like, ah, oh, thank you, Jesus, he doesn't have. <laughs> what? Yeah. You were happy that you could not have <laughs> Yeah, I was happy because, hey, yeah. 
it's crazy. <laughs> there's this, there's this thing with, with oh our egos as, as men. Wow. We actually attach, sometimes we attach our worth to how much money we make or how much money we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though that period, I actually wanted the money, but I'm like, okay, she me. Okay, yes, sir. At least I'm still, in my mind, I'm still, I'm still a complete man in her eyes. That's a good ah, Wow. So, yeah, she didn't, she didn't, she didn't give me, but I'm, like I said, I'm learning to, you know, hey, ask for money when I don't have, ask for help. That help part is, yeah, I think it's something I'm, I'm working very hard at, you know, asking my friends for help. Like, you, babe, I feel, I feel shitty today. Can you talk me out of this? Or can you pray for me? It's mm. hard, but it's something I'm working at, you Slowly, but that money part. <laughs> oh, God, oh, okay, how about your wife? How about when, when you get married, can you ask your wife? You think you'll be able to ask your wife? Oh, definitely, I will. I definitely will. But but does it not start does it not start from when you guys you know like before marriage? If you cannot ask her before marriage, why then would you ask her in marriage? Okay, so okay, here's the thing. Because I don't have a girlfriend, let me let me let me postulate I have a girlfriend. So if I do have a girlfriend, one of the things I most likely would want to have is someone who would effectively communicate and constantly communicate with me. Right. Because the other girlfriend I had, we did not always talk about those naughty issues. So it was hard to ask, especially when I saw her reactions to some of my vulnerable states. Mm. But moving forward, I think I'll be, if, if I have a girlfriend that is easy to talk to, right? the one that would not you know, have an issue and keep it somewhere inside the book until when it's too big for the book to hold. If communication is good, by all means, I'll ask her, you know, I'm learning every day to be the kind of man I want my son to be. The kind of man that is open. I want, I want to have... Can you hear my, my applause? Like, I, I really like the sound of that. Well done, Nika. Well done. Thank you. I want to have the kind of you know, relationship with my wife where I know every single bit about her, so much that she knows about me. Where she can beat her chest and say, okay, I know my man will do that or he won't do that. I want my children to see me as a human being, not as a rock, as a robot. You know, nah, I don't like that. I don't. <laughs> For example, we don't have fathers that kiss their children good morning, goodbye. I'm like, oh, goodness, why do you, why do you do this? So, if I do get someone who communicates effectively, by all means, I'm going to ask her, am I going to go more from money itself? Until I would pay her back. They would say, well, my, my mother used to call my money there and tell me she would pay me back. And later, she say, oh, <laughs> the money he gets for, for breakfast, that is the money I use. You what know? In my house. Are you, are you not eating in this house? Are you the one paying the rent? Yeah. Those, those... Are you the one paying the rent? <laughs> wow, so true. So, so true. I really like all that you like, just said now. You're, you're intentionally growing every day into the kind of man that you want your sons to be. I think that's really, really cool. I remember reading somewhere at some point that how many of you, has your father ever told you that I love you? Like directly, oh, like you just say, Emeka, I love you. Mm-mm. They they find other ways to say it. Like I want the best for you. I'm doing this for you. I'm doing stuff for you. But men, men haven't, you know. I don't want to say they've not been allowed to because me personally I feel like at this time you guys should jar jar yourselves like liberate yourself if you really like like you already are like I think you're doing already
Um, guys, thank you so much for listening, like following us from the start of this conversation till now. I hope that you know you had like good value exchange for your time and your data, of course. Yes, I trust that you know you've enjoyed it so far and that you've learned a lot. Um at this point, uh, I just really like to bring things to a close, particularly because the network has taken my guest off air, Nigeria Network. It is well. It is just really well. So, conclusively, guys, it takes courage, okay? It takes courage to be open. And I think that particularly so for men, even though, like I've been saying, I think that they are the ones doing themselves majorly. But then, the society still has a part to, you know, play with a huge chunk of the blame. And of course, women, they are women, they are sisters, they are mothers. People who have, the female folk who have, folks who have told them it's not okay to cry, it's not okay to ask for help, you know, stuff like that. It, it, it shouldn't be, it should not be. Because like I said earlier, like my guest who has said over and over again, it takes a tremendous amount of strength to be vulnerable so it actually shows that you are a man like you are a man's man when you can be vulnerable with the people that you love but you know thinking about what emika said at some point yeah maybe maybe with boundaries like i I, now i I don't know if vulnerability should have boundaries but then they say so much of anything is bad yeah so i think yes maybe vulnerability should have boundaries you know you should be able to protect those that you love as well if your state of mind might put them in you know a disadvantaged position but you will not now have any other person to talk to everybody in your life cannot be you know protected every at every point in time you should be able to talk to some person because you need the help also so men and women friends and family please this is my plea to you today let's be more open in our relationships let's be more vulnerable ask for help not everybody will be in your tribe and remember that i said that not everybody would accept your vulnerability i mean some people actually weaponize vulnerability that's the truth like um emika said if you start to ask for help you know from maybe your girlfriend or something as a guy so when start to use it against like oh he's not man enough and all you start to use your show of vulnerability as a weapon against you to demand you or dewoman you i don't know if women i know suffer from that i'm not sure if they do because it's kind of okay for a woman to be vulnerable or women to be vulnerable but I need you to know that in your relationship, it's not just a woman that should be vulnerable. You as a man also needs to be vulnerable. Women also need to be vulnerable. And I mean, both of you should lean on each other. It's not just about emotional vulnerability, financial vulnerability, physical vulnerability. You know, all of these things takes courage. Yes, it does. But by being vulnerable, you are more likely to have a relationship that is emotionally and spiritually fulfilling. And I know that it can be really scary because, like I said, that guy that reviewed his proposal, I mean, he's lost, yeah? Well, <laughs> he will find his woman. Like, I will find my, or my man will find me, or I will find my man, whichever one it is. Right. We don't want to be rejected 
to be deemed unlovable. We don't want to be deemed too much or enough or not enough, you get. So we want to not show all of ourselves. We want to hide some part of ourselves. But like I just told you, being vulnerable will actually get you a much more likely fulfilling relationship. So it's a risk, I guess. Be vulnerable. And those that matter would see it for what it is. Appreciate you for who you are. Stay and love you, you know. I guess it's just a risk that you have to take, that we have to take if we want satisfying and fulfilling relationships. I hope that this episode has been of so much help to you and you know that I'd love to hear from you, of course. So um, until next time, I'd love to hear how it has been of help, what you learned, what you enjoyed, what you didn't, what you would like for me to speak about, you know, and stuff. And don't forget to check out Emeka's podcast. It's not but I'll do this for him because I really like his, you know, I like his, I like his podcast. It was really fun listening to him. Dear Young Man is the name of the podcast. You find it on Anchor, find it on Spotify, find it on Apple, find it on Google, find it on Radio Public, and you know most of your regular podcast platforms. Please go there, subscribe, and listen to his podcast. Yeah. So guys, until next time, when I come your way with another beautiful, entertaining, insightful episode of New Dawn with Brown, do not forget that I love you. Bye. You have just listened to New Dawn with Brown. I look forward to hearing from you. Please send me a mail at newzonewithbrown002 at gmail.com or send me a DM on Instagram at nude underscore zone underscore with underscore brown. And please do follow on Twitter at newzonewithb. Thank you for listening and have a fantastic week ahead. Jesus loves you.